0: Are you one of those people that sees life as one big experiment? How does that work? What happens if we do this? What's that over there? Why did that happen? Yeah, me too. This is a podcast about being curious, being willing to give things a try and not settling for the status quo. Sometimes we fly and sometimes we fall, but there's always a lesson to be learned and a good story to tell. So join me, Nathie Gaffney, and my guests as we share stories of how we've turned fuck ups into features, life is short, people. I figure, let's just suck it and see. We're recording. How are you, Max? I am just grand, Nathy. I'm just grand. Well, it's great to it's great to have you here. Uh, welcome, listeners. We're here with the uh, Suck It and See podcast, and of course. Another episode uh, with one of my favorite guests I get to hang out with, Megan Archandi, Megs. And, uh, and and we are here having a little Sunday afternoon. I know it's martinis and mayhem, but we're not doing martinis today, are we? No, no. Are I, I
1: didn't feel like a martini. I, I felt like um, a nice light French rosé. A nice
0: light French rosé. That sounds very feminine and sweet. I, on the other hand, am drinking uh, a vodka, oh. kombucha. Mm,
1: mm. Oh, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I just think it's, uh, it's an odd combination, but, uh, you know, drinking vodka with a probiotic. But I, well,
0: yeah, I do, it's good for your gut. It's good for your gut.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just interesting. But um, I do like that word kombucha, though. I like saying kombucha. Kombucha. Say
0: it again with me. Kombucha. kombucha. Why do you think it's why do you think you like saying it? Because it's got that kuh sound, oh. like yeah. baby. Yeah. yeah, well, in fact, linguistically speaking, Ooh. it has what's called k, which is a hard plosive. Yeah, which is a technical aspect of that we didn't really need to go to because we can get to there later. But interesting segue because the k. Actually relates to what we're going to be talking about today, folks. We're going to be talking about a word that starts with the sound "cur." A, know... a word that you know considered uh, almost
1: taboo, but we want to take um, we want to take the taboo out of it. We want to uh, empower women to say this word more often than not.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And when we talked about this episode, folks, we weren't sure who should say the word first. I think I, I think we should say it at the same time. Just like the kombucha. Yeah. Just like kombucha. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to count? Do you want to count us in? Are we gonna go one, two, three, duh, or yeah. one, two,
1: on three? One, two, three, duh. Yeah. One, two, three.
0: Can't. Oh. oh. <laughs> That's
1: awesome. We We've rehearsed this before, folks. <laughs> as you
0: yeah, as you can see, second time's the charm, not. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. And I and I guess uh, I, I guess it's no surprise because we will have talked about it in the promos and uh, and the episode description that we are here to unpack the word cunt, and uh, and let's we're going to peel gonna, these layers back. shall Let's we? peel these layers back. Let's examine it from all possible angles. So if you are the sort of person that just can't abide by the use of the word cunt. Then perhaps now, oh, if you haven't already off. done, <laughs> I'm to fuck off. Uh, <laughs> because it
1: could be, I mean, let's 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 be honest. Like, a, it's kind of like ever since you know when you're growing up, this was like the word. This is like you just can't say it, right? And I still wouldn't say it in front of my parents. I mean, that's just that's probably, yeah. I I don't think I would.
0: Uh, I can even see the look on your face when you're talking, when you're even contemplating, when you're contemplating saying it in front of your parents.
1: But I've always loved it. I've loved the word. And I I just think it's just so, uh, it's unctuous. And it's unctuous, it's like taste, but (laughs) that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I like the word unctuous, you know, it's just got this power to it. Yeah, You know, I don't like being called one in that derogatory way, you know, especially by a man. Um, But that's, that's what it's become. It's become like derogatory. It's become like really uh, like a sharp and hurtful word Uh, where I think it, I think it can be really, I think it could be just fabulous. It is.
0: Well, see, and, and this is what brings us to, Megs and I started talking about cunt, um, well, we probably talked about cunt quite 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 a lot over, over the, our fish and chips. Indeed, the, <laughs> <laughs> the vinegar. Uh, and Talk about this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and and we both do love swearing, and we both do love this word, but it 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 has taken on an incredibly taboo um, uh, sort of you know thing in our society. And so when we thought about let's explore it on this podcast we both went and did a little bit of research mm-hmm. and Kant has been around for a long time like a really 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 long time since in fact the first readings of it and this is I found this really interesting was the 25th century BC so there was a dude called Petar yeah and he was doing uh, you know writings for the Egyptian pharaohs and stuff and um but he used it in reference to women, and it was used as a reference of respect. Uh, yeah. And interestingly, when in the 20th century, when the 20th century Egyptologists discovered his writings, when they opened up crypts and all of that sort of stuff, they were shocked uh, to see uh, to see the the reference of the word come at, um, in it. And and it and it's reappeared in virtual in european writings it uh it appeared in sanskrit writing a uh, cunty is is a term for uh you know for a woman a woman's sexuality in hindu so you know cunt's been around for a long time when did it become demonized
1: well um I think it became demonized, if I'm not wrong, when, so that was when we used to be the hunter-gatherer kind of society, but when it became demonized is when we started to settle and get property, and men, um, their legacy was due to inheritance of property, so the only way you could inherit property is if you had children or have a legacy, so it became really important for women to be monogamous to men because men need to know who their children were from, like that they were their children. So it's, once that started, you know, women kind of lost it. It became less about, you know, their power and, and their sexuality and became more about women were property. And, and that made me think about that movie, um, the last duel that I watched, you know, that came out last year with Matt Damon and, um, And and Jodie Cromer and yeah, and that that whole thing, that whole premise of that movie spoiler alert was she basically was raped and he was challenging this dude to a duel to the death and it was the last sanctioned duel because he had basically messed with his property and if he lost the duel, she would be burned alive at the stake for lying because she was property <laughs> just like I like it just blew
0: my mind that was a fantastic film I really I really enjoyed it and uh, yeah yeah she was and she was sitting on the pyre yeah shackled and, yeah she was shackled to the pyre so that literally if old Matt Damon died uh, they would just sort of lit her up. You know, you know, no no time wasted there. (laughs) No time wasted there. You know, we're here for a good time, not a long time. Like, let's light that baby up. Yeah. So, uh, these these are the these are the things that have transpired throughout history uh, to, I guess, diminish the power of women. Like you you mentioned, you know, when we were hunter gatherers, and it was normal for both men and women to have multiple sexual partners. Yeah. And, of course, now once all of that that you just described, the, the, the property side of things, that reduced women. And it's it's really interesting. I've read some, some feminist literature about where the word, because the, the appropriate word, the word that has been adopted by, you know, the, the medical profession is the term vagina,
1: However, but well, not, that's not really um it's not an appropriate word to, not, because, because vagina only refers to the passageway um whereas the cunt refers to the passageway, the clit, um you know, the canal, everything, the vulva, the labia, all of that all the fun stuff. All the, all the- <laughs> It's all just party town down there. It's,
0: but, uh, it's, it's, all, it's all encompassing. But also, you know, the term vagina actually has its origins in the Latin, in Latin, yeah. meaning a sheath. Yeah. Uh, which meant yeah. like a sheath for a sword, yeah. which really means that all really vagina is good for is as a receptacle to a man's sword. That's right. Yeah. Not enough, people. Not enough. So no, exactly. exactly. So it's quite, it's quite actually, it's actually, that's even more demeaning. Yeah. And so now, and, and see, the interesting thing is it got me really thinking about this Megs and I talked about it because I don't know about three or four episodes ago, I had a rant one morning about these people who wouldn't help my friend pick a dog up off the side of the road, blah, blah, blah. And I called the episode how not to be a cunt. And, yeah. Um, yeah. and then that got us thinking, it's like, well, hang on. cunts are are kind of fabulous and we sort of wanted to flip it and go well you know what you you need to earn the right to be called a cunt in fact a gay girlfriend of mine uh refuses to be drawn into calling people cunts she if she wants to call someone a cunt she calls them a cuntless bastard (laughs) why oh because yeah because you haven't got a cunt yeah, I'd like to call you a cunt, but you know, actually, you're just a countless bastard. You don't have a cunt. You don't deserve to be called. A cunt.
1: It's it's just got it's just got its origins in power, I reckon. Yeah, uh, but it's just been used against women. Like the word's been used as you know, like a like I said, derogatory uh, yeah. way of referring to women, whereas it really it should be more empowering. Mm. Yeah, how yeah.
0: long because we we know that it is only the passage of time and people uh people utilizing terminology i mean linguistics is all about the movement of language and the evolution of language do you think that there's you know with with me too and the third wave of feminism do you reckon cunt's got a bit of a shoe in for a comeback do you think it might have a cunt back I think it might be a, cunt back. <laughs> a comeback. Comeback, the cunt.
1: I like, you, I like how you laugh at your own
0: show. <laughs> I'm <know. laughs> It's I uh, in the in the absence of being a stand up comedian, um, which I'm not, and uh, I just I laugh at my I, I provide my own laugh track. Well,
1: um, in answer to your question, um, yes, I think it is going to make a comeback. I was talking to my sister, um, before this podcast and I said this, the podcast was going to be around bringing back the power of the word. And she's like, I so agree with that. Um, and then, you know, uh, a friend who I'll call out Monique, you know, she said, Oh, make sure you, you drop, um, that line that I like to use thump in the cunt. And I'm like, "Oh well, yeah, that sounds like you want to punch somebody in the cunt. She's like, no, no. It's like, if somebody's walking by, who's really good looking, you know, it's like, gives me a little thump in the cunt. <laughs> oh my that's I've never heard that. No, no. It's just hers and hers alone. So thank you, Mo. Um thanks, Mon. Yeah. But yeah but I'm like, yeah, it's actually a good way to describe it. I so I, I reckon, and this is just based on the two plus you that I've talked
0: to. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, make the it's qualitative research. It's qualitative yes. research. <laughs>
1: Man, these cunts are making me thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, so in my research, uh, there was a podcast. Um, so we'll we should do another shout-out to fellow podcasters, I think. Um it's called uh bad words. And on this podcast, he this fella can't remember his name now, but you can look it up. Um he does the the research on all, you know, the naughty words, you know, used throughout history and language. And um, he actually interviewed a few people. Um, he interviewed, like, the singer from Pussy Riot, um, who's that, that Russian band. Uh, they've been banned, actually. I think they've been arrested in Russia. Matt Fiddler. Um, Matt Fiddler. <laughs> Matt Fiddler.
0: <laughs> Matt Fiddler, we love your name. <laughs>
1: Well, it's kind of, yeah, it is. It brings with Fiddler. One day, with it, one day. it makes you think like Fiddler on the Roof could be a totally different musical.
0: <laughs> 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 I love it the way he's described. He says it's a longtime public radio producer who loves salty language. Yeah. Is that in reference to his use of cunt, saying that cunts are salty? Or it is it just again see funny. so many questions so but but what was interesting is like
1: that podcast that he did was done in 2017 right and he interviewed um, a language anthropologist he interviewed um, uh, a professor of um, uh, of women in women throughout history and feminism and so forth and um, and then he got this anonymous call-in from this gentleman who didn't yeah, obviously didn't want to be named anonymous, but he was talking about how he loved the word cunt and he loves the word cock. And he is like, it's soft, it's hard. And when you bring them together, they create, you know, human beings, they create nature, they create something beautiful. It's salty, it's soft, you know? And I'm like, it's just so really, I mean, it's almost like you kind of squirm a little in your seat, but you're like, yeah, it's like, there's something really, um, you know, tangible about that stuff. It's like when you see a really good play and you can just feel like the heat and the sweat of it. And you're like, yeah, why can't, why do we have to like be so ashamed of, you know, our bodies, you know? And I think women even more so, um, you know, we've always been told we've always have to cover up, you know, and, you know, if if we dress too risque and all this stuff. So it's always been about like kind of that Puritan thing. Mm. Whereas we want to go back to the time of goddesses, you know, when Cleopatra was a goddess and she had, she was a queen of her realm and she had many lovers and she was, you know, she was worshiped for that. I mean, this is, this is the time we've got to come back to
0: yeah. reclaim, you know, we're goddesses. God damn it. We're goddesses. goddess, damn it. Okay. What else do we want to say?
1: Well, In also my research, I decided to look up um, what are all the different things, you know, that are, what are all the different things or names that we call um, our cunts. And uh, I came across this Scottish lady on YouTube and I thought it'd be kind of funny if I played it, if I'm allowed. Meat sleeve, vagina. Clunge. Fanny. Your gash. Beef curtains. Pish flaps. Your vag. Badly packed kebab. Meat wallet. Axe wound. Snatch. Clam. Penis flytrap. Stench trench. <laughs> French fried drip. Bearded oyster. Soggy box. Baby cannon. Cock socket. Mum's glove box. Tampon tunnel. A pink taco. Juice box. Fagoo! Meat flap! Your front bottom! Kitty! Foo-foo! A wizard's sleeve! Muff! Sugar Notch! Beaver! Pink Panther! Velvet gloves! The notorious VAG! Your fuckhole! A wee fur bugger, And my fucking favourite! A sausage wallet! Minge! Count! <laughs> <laughs> I like the wizard sleeve.
0: <laughs> the wizard sleeve. Now, now, who was that? Because we will have to, uh, we'll have to credit them on the podcast. Menge, cunt, <laughs> lady. <laughs> Don't need to hear her again. We just need to know who she is. Her is who?
1: Her name is Skylar. S K Y L A R. Yeah. Different words for vagina in Scottish.
0: <laughs> Different words. Skylar, I'm 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 gonna find you, but thank you so much. And she's uh,
1: got um, there's subtitles as well. In
0: case yeah, I, I I really liked and do you know what? Do you want to know what listeners? What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put uh the link to that YouTube video into the show notes. So if you missed any of Skylar's uh fabulous uh, say, Scottish sayings for the word cunt. Um, there's no need to miss any more. You can just watch her on YouTube with subtitles. I'm told. So I think that's uh, that's uh, that that's just a fabulous win. Look, we're already starting to provide research and uh, follow up resource material, Meg. So thank you.
1: Yeah. All right. And just to be clear, it's not all the Scottish sayings. A lot of these are just general terms, but she's used. She's got her Scottish accent. She does
0: and it gives it a certain additional kind of flavor, doesn't it? Just like the word cunt itself. It has its own, it's has its own flavor, doesn't it? Yeah, it just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> or rolls onto the tongue. Depending on how you approach it. Oh, oh, yeah. I guess yeah. if you if you hover, you know. Oh, that's a whole other podcast. Today oh. we're just talking about the word. Maybe in another podcast we'll talk about what to do with them. Okay,
1: all right, fine. But you know, I'm just saying if um, if uh, if we ever go down that road, rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, that or rabbit we ever hole. Ever go
0: down that? <laughs> if, we, if we ever
1: um, If we yeah, if we <laughs> ever, uh, if we ever um, take a journey down into that cavern. <laughs> um, I'm
0: sure there'll be a well of information. <laughs> an absolute well of information. I just, uh, and I think cunt could come into um, our everyday vernacular. We could sneak it in. Where could you, what words could you just drop cunt into?
1: Well, I once knew, I once knew of um, a lady uh, who I worked with uh, youngs ago and she used to be an airline attendant. And um, they used to uh, challenge the captain of the of the flight to in his announcements to the the the, the passengers, uh, passengers uh, he'd have to slip some sort of word into his flight announcement and make it make sense. So this one day he always did it really well and like they couldn't trip him up, so they're like, okay, you have to use the word cunt. Or they said, see you next Tuesday. You have to, word, you have to use the word cunt in the, um, in the announcement. So he's like, hmm, okay, challenge accepted. So anyways, they're flying off. Um, the pilot comes on at 14,000 feet, whatever it is. He's like, ah, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we are now flying at our flight at uh, 14,000 feet. To the left, um, if you look out the windows to the left, you can see um, the beautiful uh, Rio Grande River or whatever it was. Those of you who are sitting on the right, cunt.
0: <laughs> what did you say? I'm sitting on the what?
1: Those of you who are sitting on the left of the aircraft, you can look out their window and see the gorgeous Rio Grande River. If you're sitting to the right of the aircraft, you cunt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not um, to Listeners, uh, to find out more about um, the word cunt, uh well <laughs> speak one out. <laughs> yeah, seek, seek one out and um and and have a con have a have a conversation with it. Have a conversation with it. I think this was like a
1: really little fun conversation. So thank you, Nathy, for allowing me to put in my two cents. Um and uh yeah, it, it was interesting to um actually um do the research and understand a little bit more about the power of the word and then how it was disempowered and all that sort of stuff. So I, I gladly reclaim it back.
0: Uh, so here. it's been fabulous and, um, and I'm fully ready to embrace the power of the cunt. Uh, so if you too would like to embrace the power of the cunt, please, uh, please leave us a comment at the suck and see suck it and see podcast, uh, a rating or a review. That would be fabulous. Uh, you can follow uh, you can follow me on nathie.gaffney on Instagram. And if you want to be a part of the Cunt Society, no, I'm joking. If you want to be a part of the Suck It and See podcast, Insiders, you can go to our Facebook group, Suck It and See Insiders, and you can connect with us there. And until then, and until next time, oh, oh hang on, Meg's just got one more thing to say. One more thing, because I just realized, (laughs) because
1: I realized, you know, because uh, uh, Betty White just recently died, and there was a very famous quote where she said, why is it when um, they say, if you need to be tougher, grow some balls, and she goes, balls are weak and sensitive. You should say, she said, use the word vagina, but we're going to replace it with, you should say, grow a cunt. Those things can take a pounding.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. So Betty White. (laughs) Oh, oh, RIP Betty White. Yeah. We loved it. She was a fabulous cunt. Yeah, she was. She was. I love you. You fabulous cunt. I love you too. You fabulous.